Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, I'm Joe Connolly of WCBS 880 News to bring you one of the people who has the best insights into small and mid-sized businesses in New York of anyone, Corey Shouten is the editor-in-chief of Crane's New York Business, which has been covering New York City business news since the 1980s and is still in print like it used to be at all of the newsstands and, of course, online, too. Producer Neil A. Caruso will join us as well. Corey, what are one or two of the trends in city businesses recently that have caught your eye the most? Well, we're keeping an eye um, on the return of tourism and business travel, which of course are, are critical uh, to the city's economy. Um, infrastructure investment, housing is always a, a perennial focus. Um, and then a, I think a, a, a kept, having the city catch up to some of the, the trends in terms of hiring coast to coast. Um, in 2023, the city is on, is on pace to hit its pre-pandemic jobs total, which has taken it a bit longer uh, than other parts of the country. And how about in terms of small and mid-sized businesses, Corey? Where are they in their recovery in terms of sales and headcounts, best as you can tell? Uh, as, as far as what we're hearing from small and mid-sized businesses is most of them, you know, New York, New York, in particular, New York businesses are an optimistic and entrepreneurial bunch, right? And so for the most part, what we're hearing is a lot of optimism around what's ahead. Um, I think they're they're expecting they see more opportunities for uh, for for growth for bringing in revenue. Uh, the catch there is that small and mid-sized businesses are seeing their costs increase substantially, including their labor costs. Uh, you know, inflation is really affecting. They're looking at the the macro picture like everyone else. Um, but I think the on balance, they're seeing an opportunity for a soft landing for the economy, which is of course good for businesses of all sizes. That's surprising, especially in light of the partnership for New York City saying last week that they think the new normal for the foreseeable future is going to be 56% office occupancy. That's unbelievable, yet business goes on. Yeah, I mean, I think, it's, I think we've had a, uh, you know, a forced experiment in hybrid work. Um, and I think, you know, from... All of the industries that we cover are exploring what this means, particularly real estate. So, of course, real estate is a 
uh, will always be a huge topic for, for Cranes New York Business. By the way, it's cranesnewyorkbusiness.com. We are very digitally oriented. So, uh, so get your real estate daily, get your regular real estate updates um, from Cranes. But that industry in particular is very attuned to what these changes mean, right? Office, office owners are updating their properties, so they're very modern. Uh, they're, they're very like uh, adaptable for a, a flexible hybrid work environment. And also those owners of older office buildings in the city are looking at residential conversions. Uh, and of course, policymakers, city officials are also looking at ways to enable these conversions so that, you know, right now there's an office glut, um, but there's not enough housing in the city. So uh, those two things can work together and, and kind of put a, give us all a path forward. You know, and I can tell business owners, you know a lot about what's going on in the city. But if you look at cranes.com, cranes, cranesny.com, cranesnewyork.com, you will see so many things of interest that you had no idea about that may affect you. Neil, here's Neil with a few questions. Yeah, Joe and Corey, nice to connect with you today. You know, um, it seems with this hybrid work, you know, employees really had leverage for a couple of years. Is that shifting now? I mean, we've seen layoffs now in the tech sector. Um, are employers have more leverage because of these economic headwinds that you've mentioned? I mean, inflation taking hold. And um, we're not in a recession technically, but uh, I'd imagine that, uh, that businesses are feeling the pain of that and, and forcing employees to come back to the office. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so interesting, right? Even over the last few weeks, I would, I would have given a slightly different answer here. Uh, the atmosphere is so uncertain, and of course, uncertainty is is always difficult for businesses. It's it's an opportunity, but there's also risks in there. Um, and I would say one thing that we're watching closely in terms of the storyline is whether those tech layoffs that we've seen, especially in the big tech companies, spread to other firms uh, in other industries. What we're seeing so far, the trend that we've reported on as recently as this week, um, is that uh, a lot of companies are seeing this as an opportunity to go hire some tech talent that has been really impossible to hire has been outside of their budget. But with some of the cutbacks in tech, other companies are snapping those people up. And, and I think last week's jobs report, which of course you covered, um, you know, it, it was a, a surprise to the upside. There's a lot of strength in this, in this labor market overall. And so far that slack from those layoffs has been picked up. You know, I'd say a lot of, a lot of CEOs are, are kind of hopeful that, that there'll be a little more balance there in that labor relationship. You know, we're hearing that for sure. Um, I'm not sure if they're quite, you know, if it's if it's tipping tipping one direction or the other yet. It's it seems to be, you know, very specific based on industries. Corey, where do you see the growth right now? I mean, is it shifting away from tech into other areas? Um, twenty twenty three seems to be much different uh, than twenty twenty two so far. Yeah, we're looking. Um, another one of our core uh, coverage areas is is healthcare. Um, we really, really own that space. Uh, really proud of our Health Pulse project, our, pro our product. It's a, it's a daily uh, email newsletter uh, that just tells you everything you need to know about the health space. Um, we're seeing a lot of growth in life sciences investments. Um, we are still seeing in the technology space as well. We're seeing some, uh, some companies that are raising money, which has been difficult. Um, a lot of speculative companies have been unable to, to raise venture capital. Um, but they're getting back to some, some old school fundamentals, right? We're actually talking about profitability for some of these, uh, some of these companies. And, and the ones that are profitable and that, that are running a, you know, a conservative business with growth opportunities are able to raise money even in this difficult environment. We hear so much about the growth of business in the boroughs outside of Manhattan. 
what can you tell us about that? We hear it's significant and strong. Do you and your reporters find that as well, Corey? Absolutely. It's a, it's a great observation, Joe, and, and, it's, and it's very true. And I think this ties back to your earlier question about the return to office. More people are spending more time in the boroughs. They're spending time at home. They don't need to come in, into Manhattan every day of the week. Uh, you know, whatever office district they used to work at. And so they're spending more money and more time out there. And also, I think that's that's led to a lot of entrepreneurship. When people spend time from home, they're cutting out hours of their commute. They're more likely to start a business. Uh, they're more likely to serve kind of a community. So I think what we're seeing is like over time, more of this integration of of work and life into into individual places. Corey, what are some of the types of businesses that you're seeing popping up in these neighborhoods? Um, a lot of them are more service oriented or entrepreneurial. They're taking advantage of like a work from anywhere um, digital space, right? So they might be like a, you know, a small business that is that is serving other businesses, or it might be a, a neighborhood oriented thing, a, a retail stop, shop, a restaurant, um, something that is that is really taking advantage of that, um, you know, that daytime population that didn't used to be there before. Um, I'd also add that we have a uh, we did a survey of, of small and mid-sized business leaders, um, and, and they gave us like some pretty optimistic sentiment overall. So two-thirds uh, of them expect revenue to rise in 2023, um, and the same proportion, however, expect costs to rise. rise. Um, and you asked earlier about, about staffing. Um, I think this one, this one was kind of interesting. So half of those we surveyed expect to keep the same staffing, 40% expect to grow, and only 10% um, expect to pull back. And by the way, for context, that's referring to the leaders of small and, and mid-sized businesses. So I think it shows that, you know, those those job cuts in big tech companies aren't necessarily translating down to other companies just yet. That's great news so far. You know, sometimes I say to business owners that I enjoy covering business news because business owners are optimists. And they usually say, I'm not an optimist. I'm not an optimist because they're actually are optimistic, but they're very cautious. They're very smart, you know, so they, they don't like the word optimistic. How's Cranes doing, Corey? Uh, we're, we're doing really great. So we're so we're growing. We grew audience last year. Um, and and I think we're I think we're we're more essential than ever. Uh, you know, I like to I like to tell folks that that what we're doing, what you learn from us is you're going to understand uh, what is how the future is shaping up for power money and property in New York City. Um, it, is, it is the greatest city in the world to cover for business. Um, our, our culture, our vibe is entrepreneurial, you know, optimistic. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with optimistic, but it's, I think opportunistic uh, is really important too. And I think, you know, New Yorkers will find a way. And I think there's a couple big stories in that vein that we're interested in covering this year too. There's, there's a big push underway, like a lot of people fighting for this casino. Uh, in Manhattan, which is a major story that we're covering. There are a lot of players, all the big real estate players are looking at that. Um, legalized marijuana is, is, you know, is reshaping the, the retail uh, environment. And a lot of, a lot of people are trying to kind of get into that space such that I think, you know, in New York, we had people so enthusiastic about that, that they got out ahead of it. Um, and now, you know, the city's going to, is having to rein back and, and figure out how to shut down sort of these, a lot of these unauthorized, um, Shops. But you are growing. That's great to hear. That you don't know it, but before I met you a long time ago, you wrote a column. I keep, 
items about the news industry because we're in it. Uh, and it was so good, Corey, that actually I, I saved it for my media file. And you wrote that uh, helping you understand and navigate changes in business will affect you, your business, and your city. We also want you to enjoy what you read in Cranes, to learn something new, to connect with interesting and ambitious people. And I said, that's such a great defin broad definition of what the news should be. We're both in the business of keeping local news. And uh, it's great to hear that you're hiring. Thank, thank you, Joe. I appreciate you saving that. Um, and it's so important. And it's a good reminder that, you know, we, we have to bring joy to this, right? I mean, this this work is, these communities are like where we live and work and and places that we care deeply about. And I think that's really where we're connecting is, is when we're when we're giving people, like you say, something something that's interesting, insightful, surprising, they're not expecting, um, but also explains how the world works. I, I think of businesses, um, you know, when I'm when I'm teaching uh, students, I, I think about business news as like it's it's just as interesting or more interesting than sports. Uh, you know, you have you have big personalities, uh, you have a lot of strategy, um, you know, and you and you have like an audience, um, you know, so all of those things come together. And I think it's such a uh, like I say, it's a great city to cover business and business news is actually like a sports call in radio station because business owners will discuss business scenarios for just as long as callers to the fan will talk about potential trades of one employee <laughs> or another. It, 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 it's all the same in that way. And uh, yeah, my final point about joy, even when the news is economically bad or generally bad, I still always try to include at least one upbeat item in every business report just to encourage people and to give them a little hope and say, hey, here's this little company and they found the strangest way you ever heard of boosting revenues or increasing market share or whatever it is. So uh, on that note, we uh, joyful news people with the economy so far will say thank you for watching. Great to talk to you, Corey. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a blast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
hearts. <laughs>